0: Hello, and welcome back to our latest installment of Eye for an Eye. We are your hosts, Julia, Lisa, and Matt, and we are here to determine whether the punishment, or lack thereof, fits the crime. In our podcast, we examine cases to decide if we believe the outcome of the legal proceedings was fair and justice was met. We always love and appreciate feedback for the purposes of creating discussion, and we also want to hopefully help bring some closure to these more heart-wrenching crimes. Please feel free to comment or inquire with us and create a discussion. We are also a totally organically grown podcast. We have a Patreon page, merchandise with our logos, and a Facebook page, which we encourage all our listeners to check out to participate in these discussion boards, because that's the best way we grow and network with our friends and listeners in the true crime community. Due to the graphic nature of some of the topics we will be touching on, listener discretion, Is advised.
1: Welcome back,
2: family, friends, and foes.
0: (laughs) Family, friends, and foes. Who's listening out there? What the hell? Hey,
1: we gotta make room for our haters.
0: I feel like, you know what? The bigger we get, the harder they'll hate. So, what's up, y'all?
1: I wish I would have rhymed.
2: Welcome back, haters.
0: Yes. And lovers.
2: And alligators. Um, We are back with another quick but not so quick case. But it's a little bit more lighthearted than some of the cases we've had, so we wanted to throw it in the mix and kind of give a little different perspective because we talk about all crimes here, not just murder and heinous acts. Sure, all crimes are heinous, but we don't only talk about those. So Jules and Matt, Matt already knows this. (laughs) Jules knows this too. One of my favorite games on earth, which is a very unpopular opinion, is Monopoly. Um, Oh, by the way, I'm Lisa, and I'm here with Jules and Matt. We're your hosts up friend I, baby. Stop y'all. But back to it. I
1: love games. Matt hates games. We've gone
0: We've over this. We've been over this.
2: Although that episode got deleted accidentally, so whoops, RIP. Um, yeah, Lisa's
1: on one end of the spectrum, Matt's on the other, I fall in the middle. Yeah. We played, Lisa, you're incoherent. The game that Did you? Was you? A- yeah. Okay, which, let me point this out. They were going to
0: try and say, Matt, you'd actually you know, like listen, this game. And Zach, I am like, Nah. I wouldn't.
1: Zach hated this game. And I said, hey, yeah. well, I hate it because you're not good at it. And he said, yeah. I said, mm. <laughs> you can't just play games you're good at. That's not fair. Yep. That's
0: exactly how I've always felt about sports. Well, you never
1: tried. Oh, sports. <laughs> you <laughs> okay. never tried.
0: No, I actually was, like, decent at sports. But I sucked at being on teams. That was my thing.
2: Getting on teams?
0: No, like being on teams. Getting on the team. Was oh, like you don't work well. We, we know. No, yeah, thank you. <laughs> no. yes. We we'll, know. We'll agree to that. One. Y'all get me now. You see where this comes in?
2: Okay. So, anyways, my, one of my favorite board games on the planet, I have a few, but one of my top favorites is Monopoly. Never played.
0: <sighs> never played.
1: So, how do you play have I'm you pretty, pretty sure I wouldn't
0: like it.
2: You probably would hate it. Actually, you might like it because you're a money hungry. Thank money-hungry. you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not going to finish that sentence, yeah. Just leave that one as it is. The money I... am
2: going to force you... I'm just going to get you drunk and make you play Monopoly for six hours with me. You and think it's... getting
0: me drunk will help?
1: <laughs> Maybe. No! It'll you yeah. make your fingers a little loosey-goosey. W-
0: yeah, but not for that. I have
1: cheaters Monopoly, As a game person, I don't like Monopoly. Oh, see, I'm I sorry love Monopoly. I know, really it's unpopular. It's a really difficult one to stop. Because it. it's... it's... Not,
2: Not only is thing. it difficult, it's just long as fuck. It takes right, a they were time very, But the cheater's one's really quick.
0: You guys are really, really, really helping me think that I might like it. Like, no, I don't think you'll
1: like
2: it. But you know no, what
0: you I might know like, I won't You know it. what you
2: might like, Matt? The Monopoly game at McDonald's, which brings us to the case that we're about to cover. Right oh, like right McDonald's? Now. Oh my god. god we'll go back. Uh, you know
0: what? This isn't about me, <laughs> you guys. Okay? It's happened on August 3rd, 2001 in McDonald's. Go ahead, Lise. Tell them.
2: So, as Brett said, on August 3rd, 2001... A McDonald's film crew arrived at the bustling beach town of Westerly, Rhode Island, which is not where Matt lives because they weren't coming to see Matt because Matt doesn't like games or McDonald's.
0: Or McDonald's.
2: So McDonald's, if you sponsor us, you don't have to give anything to Matt.
1: Just no, really, just give it to, to give us, us. I will eat McDonald's every day if McDonald's sponsors us. If McDonald's
0: sponsors us, I'll take a Shout really nice agreement with Nike. It's also one of their co-sponsors <laughs> oh and that's cool. Powerful. Or I'll take my payment in McFlurry's. Oh, wait. Oh my God. It's that's broken crazy. today. Okay. again sorry Matt Never has a about. bone to pick yeah.
2: Anywho, so they showed up to the town of Westerly Rhode Island and they were coming to deliver a giant cashier's check to good old Michael Hoover I've always wanted to receive one of those checks because they just like big and crazy looking and just make you look bougie as hell so give me a giant cashier's check and call me Michael Hoover so, the 56-year-old bachelor, so this is about to be Matt, if you liked
1: McDonald's. <laughs>
0: hey. Except he won't
1: be playing Monopoly. He won't be playing Monopoly and McDonald's. i be dead
0: well before then, based oh my on my lifestyle God. choices. Just being honest. Just keeping right. that being with y'all. Well, there what
2: there um, Michael Hoover, again, this 56-year-old bachelor like Matt. Mike. He had called McDonald's hotline to say he'd won their Monopoly competition. Now, y'all know if you like Monopoly, which Matt doesn't. If you like McDonald's, which Matt doesn't.
0: This is all over my head. If
1: you like Matt, which Matt
2: doesn't. Which Matt doesn't. <laughs> which Matt doesn't <laughs> um, <laughs> you know that when you order like the Mc, the big versions of things, they have these little really satisfying to pull. But only a time of year, right? Yeah. It's, it's, like it's like they run it as a competition. Okay. Okay. Um, But they have these really satisfying to peel off like little, like literally Monopoly pieces. And the goal is to collect all of them and get a Monopoly, right? And just like the game of Monopoly, which Matt has never played and doesn't know anything about, Mm -hmm. um, the higher value ones have higher value, right? So you want Boardwalk and Park Place, that kind of thing. And they're, More rare to get. So since 1987, McDonald's customers had feverishly collected Monopoly game pieces attached to the drink cups, french fry packets, and advertising inserts in magazines. And like I said, guys, if you haven't pulled one of these off next time they're running one of these, it is the most satisfying feeling because they're like stickers almost, but not. And like...
1: Wait yeah, till you can probably sell them on <laughs> Facebook. Marketplace or something. So, that, so you could probably sell them on Facebook Marketplace or
2: something. Yeah, I'm gonna sell you some Monopoly things. I used to collect them never one, but it was very satisfying to collect them. And I'd always take my parents' drink cups and pill whatever.
0: I'm sorry I missed all this.
2: By completing groups of properties like how you do in the typical Monopoly game, like Baltic and Mediterranean, the shit brown pieces. Players won cash Sega Game Gear or Instant Wing Game Pieces would score you free filet of fish or a Jamaican vacation or french fries. They would just get random prizes. You said that
0: one very casually. It's like, oh, a filet of fish or a Jamaican vacation (laughs) or some french fries. If I had a Jamaican (laughs) vacation, I (laughs) will go to McDonald's. No, fuck that. I will go to McDonald's. I will get my milkshake and And then
2: I will leave. (laughs) Whatever. So, (laughs) Hoover was a casino pit boss who had recently filed for bankruptcy, but he had called the McDonald's hotline, as we said, and he claimed he won the grand prize, which at the time of this uh, particular event was $1 million. Now I see Matt start to sweat and look up the game, how to play Monopoly. Bad
0: fucking chance, Mike.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, like winning the Powerball, the odds of Hoover's win were 1 in 250 million. There were two ways in which to win the Monopoly grand prize. Find the instant win game piece like Hoover claimed he did or match Park Place with the elusive Boardwalk like we talked about Monopoly fans. If you get those two pieces, you're almost guaranteed to win the game. Um to choose be- between a heavily taxed lump sum or $50,000 checks every year for 20 years holy moly that would be nice. Um, it's kind of like the lottery. Like if you win the lottery, they can either give it to you in a lump sum or yearly, um, not taxed.
0: privatization.
2: Yeah. Also, side note, I have seen people win Monopoly against someone who has Park Place and Boardwalk just by having the railroads. So don't shit on the railroads because they'll get you a win, even if your competitor has Park Place and Boardwalk. But anyways, the odds of finding Park Place are one in 11. So you have a pretty decent chance of finding Park Place, Right. <laughs> Kind of like the real board game. I mean, it's still one of the more challenging ones to get, and the location on the board is hard. But the odds of acquiring BoardWalk, Matt, are around 1 in 651 million. What? So your odds odds go a little crazy. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. We're talking about in in the Monopoly, uh in the on, McDonald's yeah yeah okay, not right on here. the board on the, the board like, it's all right it's more of a said, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right i
1: was like oh i've, I've acquired uh, one for a moment
2: okay um so chances of getting them both are about 1 and 3.5 billion a billion let me repeat that
0: a billion 1 a billion. and 3.5
2: billion. 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 billion now the 200, 200 $2, 0, 2010 million dollar winner John Kehoe managed to beat those odds. He had been jobless for 11 months when he bought a mitt rib containing the boardwalk piece with some money from his final unemployment check. Park Place was the piece on his drink.
0: That's pretty cool. That, that so Matt's
1: cool. about to see Matt. No, 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 call.
0: no, no, no. Like no, no, no. I, I will not start eating McDonald's because no. But.
1: Not a McRib. I'm sorry, McDonald's, if you're listening, you can still sponsor us, but I will no. not eat a McRib. Yeah, no, I'm, sorry. I, I'm I a eat, chicken nugger. I like regular and... ribs, so I'm definitely not eating. Well, or, I like
2: rib or... ribs, but McDonald's ribs have some questions uh, that I'd like answered. Now, McDonald's Monopoly would be illegal without a new purchase necessary clause. In 2012, lawyer Alan L. Friel took advantage of this rule by mailing 100 handwritten letters to McDonald's along with self-addressed and stamped envelopes asking for game pieces. He determined the cost of stamps were cheaper than the lowest-priced menu item containing game pieces, 99-cent hash browns. Mm-hmm. I love their hash browns. He did end up receiving 98 of his envelopes back with the pieces. Wow. Talk about gaming the system, like being genius.
1: Wow. But like, why did he not get those last two? Right? Come on, 98 pieces and
2: he sent 100 letters. Sorry. Between 2003 and 2011, there were 4.2 billion game pieces created. Those pieces would cover the circumference of the earth one and a half times, which is insane. Just like the Monopoly board. And they're tiny. They're teeny tiny. They're like the size of a fingernail, the pieces. Um, just like the Monopoly board game, which was invented as a warning about the destructive nature of greed, Matt, you should take some notes. Hey. Players traded game pieces to win or outbid each other on eBay. So people were straight up selling these little That's tiny Monopoly pieces you of paper. On
1: Facebook
2: marketplace. Uh, yeah, they probably are still up there. Armed robbers even helped. <laughs> Armed robbers even held up restaurants demanding Monopoly tickets. Can you imagine going into a. Uh, McDonald's and holding up the restaurant for a piece of paper stuck to a cup
0: you could have stopped and saying, can you imagine going into a McDonald's and I would have said no
1: okay but you're t- telling me you were never at the McDonald's in State College Matt's no. just full of lies do you know
0: why I don't eat McDonald's chills? Did because of, of the parents? McDonald's in State College. Oh my College.
1: God, that McDonald's! Wait, why is there a is story? Batshit crazy. Oh, people like kill each other in there. No, no, but it like got pretty
0: rowdy. rowdy. Yeah, yeah, It was it was one of those places where like we rowdy. literally used to call it. What is this game? So funny thing, Jules, and just little know. side note for those of you who have been to State College, you know exactly are, what McDonald's. You know is. which one I'm talking about on East College, right? Ahead, we go. used to call it Club McDell <laughs> because like after the bars would closed. Club McDell was still open.
1: After party, you after guys, party it's like was in. park here.
0: Yeah, but not nearly as good of food. So, so Club McDell would be like legit a pop in after hour spot. My brother met Matt McGloyne in there when he was the quarterback Why at not? Penn State and had like a fangirl experience. Multiple it was one of the funniest moments of my life.
1: There at any given
0: time. Oh my god, Multiple. It, without fail, and yeah. they needed to be because yeah. some shit fine. might go down yeah. and. Granted, it wasn't because we were all pining over the food. And I'm sorry to keep shitting on their food. It just isn't any So Matt good.
2: had some traumatizing experiences at McDonald's. But like I said, McDonald's, if you're listening to this and you want to sponsor us, we can keep Matt out of it. I'll take your money. That's fine. No, they're not going to give you their money. They want not to give Art, his, the lawyer, customer, their loyal. I
1: love you know. fast food. If I... You got me all hyped up on Taco Bell. So why oh, not? It, I, but like, to you. I got Taco Bell on Sunday when I was hungover you get? and I thought I was going to die. I got a Crunch Wrap Supreme, which I couldn't eat, TBH, It was like a little too many flavors and I thought I was going to vom. But I also got a bean burrito, which hit the spot. But if you, you I. You ever hear
0: of Chipotle? So no, I fun. don't like
1: Chipotle. Sorry, oh, so point. Zach got I Chipotle would really like have made me like extra nauseous. <laughs> So that was the thing. I was in a rare state on Sunday. But if I could eat fast food every day without being morbidly obese or without the health risks associated with such a thing, I would. I'd I mean,
2: the food. guy on Super Size Me ate it and lost weight. So,
1: Well, I think he's in different circumstances than yeah. I am. But,
2: but um, Monopoly quickly became the company's most lucrative, and the company meaning McDonald's, most lucrative marketing device since the Happy Meal. When cameras went inside in Hoover's home... Amy Murray, a loyal McDonald's spokesperson.
1: Amy, hit us up. <laughs> yeah.
2: Honestly, Amy, I'd love to talk to you. Encouraged him to tell the camera about the luckiest moment of his life. Because remember, this, the odds of doing this are in the billions. Hoover went on about how he had fallen asleep on the beach, and when he bent over to wash the sand off, his People magazine fell into the sea. He bought another copy from a grocery store, he said, and inside was an advertising insert with an instant win game piece. The camera crew listened patiently to his rambling story, much as Jules and Matt do for me, silently recognizing the inconsequential details found in the story told by liars. Liars! They suspected that Hoover was not a lucky winner, but part of a major criminal conspiracy to defraud the fast food chain of millions of dollars.
1: Okay, wait, I'm sorry. Wasn't one of the first things that they did to ask him for the
0: fucking game piece?
2: Well... The two men behind the camera were not from McDonald's. They were undercover agents from the FBI.
0: The FBI got involved?
2: We like to call this a mixed sting.
1: Nice.
2: So, Sandy Harrod and highly organized, Dent was a 13 year veteran of the Bureau who spent his days investigating public corruption and bank fraud. Maddie's coming for you.
0: (laughs) I've never defrauded. Or corrupted. I'm just
2: up on your tree. You know. really are. I didn't do any of this stuff. But, and I don't eat McDonald's.
0: All right? You're
2: a fucking weirdo. But in the last twelve months, his desk had filled with fast food paraphernalia.
0: <laughs> That's what we're gonna find on Matt's he? you know,
2: he's so adamant that he hates it. He probably like hoards it under his bed and like eats it when no one like is around. You
0: like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Leaflets for quote unquote pick your prize monopoly and quote unquote who wants to be a millionaire described mcdonald's game played Games played in fourteen countries. He read the small print, and that revealed how the odds were stacked against the customer. McDonald's makes one piece from each set of properties, extremely rare. So While thousands have three or four of the railroads, the odds of pulling the shortline railroad and winning a PT Cruiser were about one in one hundred fifty million. I this is why I have to never
1: won. Pay me one hundred fifty million dollars
2: to drive a PT Cruiser. <laughs> Anything. Anyway, so his Cruiser. <laughs> So it sponsored us. So this investigation started in two thousand in the two thousands when a mysterious informant, someone's a snitch, called the FBI and claimed that McDonald's games had been rigged by an insider known as Uncle Jerry, which is also Matt's nickname. The person revealed that what? the paid for Uncle Jerry's paid Uncle Jerry for stolen game pieces in various ways. The 1 million winners, for example, passed the first 50,000 installment to Uncle Jerry in cash. Sometimes Uncle Jerry would demand the cash up front, requiring winners to mortgage their homes to come up with the money. According to... People are going nuts over this
0: Monopoly game. And Just they 1 million, them. mind you. You trusted a dude named Uncle Jerry? <laughs> first
1: name Uncle. That, that, guy, <laughs> that guy
0: sounds like right? he's doing some shady shit. So according okay. to
2: the informant, a.k.a. the snitch just kidding. Members of one close-knit family in Jacksonville had claimed the three had claimed 3 $1 million prizes and a Dodge Viper. So they really did game the system. They got $3 million and a Dodge Viper. Wow. Meaning they won this game that has a billion to one odds 3 times. When Dent alerted the McDonald's headquarters in Oak Brook, Illinois, executives were deeply concerned. The company's top lawyers pledged to help the FBI and faxed a list of past winners. They explained that their game pieces were produced by a Los Angeles company, Simon Marketing, and printed by Dittler Brothers in Oakwood, Georgia, which is a firm that was trusted with printing U.S. mail stamps and lotto scratch-offs. I'm
1: glad those are all on the same level. (laughs) McDonald's, Monopoly, stamps, lotto scratch-offs.
2: The person in charge (laughs) of the game pieces was Simon's Director of Security, Jerry Jacobson. Now, a former police officer known for his attention to detail, Jacobson was personally responsible for overseeing the printing of the paper game pieces, cutting out the winning tickets, and transporting them to McDonald's packaging factories throughout the country. Why would that all be on one person if this is such a high stakes game? I don't understand. He's but... really
1: carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders. <laughs> Truly. In
2: 1989, Jacobson's local butcher heard he was responsible for the prizes and offered to find a distant friend to claim a winning ticket and give him a cut of the earnings. So now they're making dirty deals. This is what would begin what would be 12 years of defrauding McDonald's beloved Monopoly game. <laughs> wow between 1989 and 2001 uncle jerry used his position as the head of mcdonald's monopoly account to steal winning quote-unquote pieces worth between 10,000 and 1 million
0: you're tripping uncle jerry
2: <laughs> he proceeded to gift the pieces to family members and growing network of associates which included mobsters psychics Strip club owners, convicts, drug traffickers, and even a family of Mormons. I mean,
1: all of those people. <laughs> club- on my Christmas list, <laughs> I so I get it.
0: We all have friends who are mobsters, psychics, strip club owners, convicts, drug traffickers, and even a family of Mormons. Okay. <laughs>
1: family <of> Mormons
2: specifically. <laughs> yeah, the best.
0: I ones. actually do have. Never mind.
2: <laughs> okay. In exchange for a cut of the laundered winnings,
0: it was easy
2: money. Um, six years money. later, Jacobson was directed by Simon Marketing Executives to ensure that the computerized prize draw would never select a factory in Canada.
0: Oh, they're dicking out all <laughs> of Canada now. Yeah.
2: Believing that the game was already rigged and armed with a company's secret he could divulge if things went south, Jacobs, Jacobson decided to cash in himself.
0: Uncle Jerry, Uh-oh. you sick bastard.
2: <laughs> various family members and acquaintances help, helped... Jacobson industrialized his scam, but perhaps none more so than Gennaro Colombo.
0: Gennaro Colombo, a Sicilian born Al Capone lookalike who claimed he was a member of the Mafia's Colombo crime family. And you know what the first crime
2: they committed was? Defrauding
0: Monopoly from McDonald's? Honestly, I think, yeah,
1: Al Capone himself would probably be involved with the (laughs) McDonald's.
0: This is how Al Capone got popped Yep. for tax evasion. All the shit he did, he was buying Monopoly. At his local Mickey D's, <laughs> blocking the Canadians, and sharing it with his local strip club owner and Mormon family.
1: I don't forget the psychics.
0: And the psychics.
2: Yeah, Columbo and his wife helped grow Jacobson's network outside of Atlanta to avoid suspicion. And the money they earned was funneled into various high-end businesses, including a private members club in Hilton Head. Because you gotta go relax in Hilton Head when you're defrauding
0: I do love love uh, I do love Hilton Head. I do
2: as well. By the end of 1998, Jacobson had become Rich Uncle Pennybags, and America was his game board. He tooled around in the United States, stealing almost all the big-ticket game pieces, acquiring new properties on a whim, and collecting kickbacks from other players. Now he was hanging out with powerful Italians... And he dressed in sharpshoots and sometimes used the name Geraldo Constantino, which is also Matt's alias.
0: Yeah, that is my actual alias. So I'm wondering if Uncle Jerry and I might have had some ties. But no, seriously, um, Uncle Jerry really adopted a whole
1: (laughs) whole network of... Fraudster and like He's a really whole a new very, personality, like dude, a very literally broad um, group of friends. Yes. I mean, like, honestly, I'm impressed. To say the least, rich just, uncle pennybags.
0: Rich uncle pennybags.
1: <laughs> like, is that still available as like a, an Instagram um, <laughs> name or Twitter handle? <laughs> it's, it's actually my right stripper name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the demise of Jacobson, the Columbos, and their network of fast food fraudsters finally came in 2001 after an anonymous tipster, aka snitch prompted the FBI agent Roger Dent to install a wiretap on Jacobson's phone. More than 50 defendants ended up being convicted as part of the criminal ring, including Jacobson, who served a reduced sentence of 37 months in exchange for a signed confession and court testimony. The bottom line being, the irony of the multi-million dollar fraud being perpetrated through Monopoly, which was a game, quote-unquote, invented as a warning about the destructive nature of greed, quote, should not be understated. The original court document accused Jacobson of having, as having embezzled more than $20 million in winning game
1: pieces. Holy shit. That's
2: insane. Uncle
0: Jerry.
1: Holy God. Let's talk about it though.
2: 37 months in exchange for a signed confession and court testimony for the man who really set this off because he was the one printing the pieces. What do we think? Eye for an eye? Okay, I so wait, I think it's
1: important to, to say, to repeat your last statement, Lisa. So the original court document accused Jacobson of having embezzled more than $20, 000, $20 million. So I think that's what we need. Like, is 37 months the uh, an appropriate punishment for embezzling more than $20 million? Oh, let's see, what's 20 million divided
0: by 37? Uh, it's a lot Twenty every month. million. So that's seven zeros, right? It's 540,540.541.
2: That's a very confusing number. 545,45,41.
0: 540, wow, the that's way. actually awesome. Yeah, that's, that's how crazy. much it is. How it's $540,540.54. Yeah. So it's,
1: it's about 550 dollars No,
0: I can read money, honestly.
1: About $550,000 a month. Thousand
0: dollars. A month. Do
1: you Um, have
0: to pay any of this back? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. It was all seized as criminal proceeds. But, okay. So, let me back up here. I think their first mistake was eating too much McDonald's. I think their second mistake- But he wasn't
1: eating it. He was just, like, cheating the system to get the game pieces.
0: (sighs) All right. So- I still think anybody eating McDonald's is a mistake. But I'll just say that outright. And I'll say this.
1: By the way, there's a big
2: HBO documentary on this.
0: It's like a big thing for my um, man Geraldo Constantino, aka Rich Uncle Pennybags, aka Uncle Jerry. <laughs> Rich Uncle Pennybags, love it. He's love the it. best name ever. Love it. Honestly, that's the coolest thing. Oh, ever. he did
2: agree to pay twelve point five million in restitution, but that's not twenty million. So what the fuck? And he's now in his late seventies, but he still resides in Georgia. We should get him on the show.
0: So okay, ready? Credit to Uncle Jerry. For coming up with a damn good scheme, I'm not even gonna lie. I yeah. honestly, I give this man a little bit of credence to say, twelve years, bruh, right?
2: Twelve years. Yeah,
0: twelve. He was running shit. He was connected to the mafia. I via, out via although, via how scary Mich- would it be to be
2: connected to the yeah, mafia? No, I mean, so. like via
0: Mickey D's. This yeah. dude got set up. He was the made man of McDonald's. If that makes sense. <laughs> All right, like that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Same time, because. I also live by this, right? Like if McDonald's lost 20 million dollars. You guys know that McDonald's is the number one property owner in the United States. They own more real estate than anyone else in the United States. I believe it. As Probably a in realtor, the world, to be honest. It might be in the world. I don't know. I know it's in the they're United F. States. They're As a I'm realtor, in. that is mind fucking blowing to me, okay? That's a lot of real estate.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. So 20 million is literally a fly on a a pimple of an elephant's ass. They are not losing that much money by losing $20 million. Let's just lay that out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like $2 to them. right? Nothing. So credit to Uncle Jerry for coming up with a damn good scheme. However, you still defrauded and stole and did a lot of crazy shit. And I don't think three years, one month is nearly adequate. If I stole $20 million from, say, Fort Knox, for example... I'd be uh, sentenced to life in prison. Look
1: how happy Michael Hoover was, though.
0: Yeah, he's happy as hell.
1: It's been so he was happy because he was part of this game. Yeah, I he was in he, he got a million yeah, he's happy
0: as shit, honestly. He's like, I just got handed a million dollars for nothing. So I think, honestly, and I really do believe this, there are degrees to this shit, right? Like, theft is theft. That's as plain as day. If you steal, you deserve to be punished. For stealing twenty million dollars, it's a lot of fucking cheese, man. I could do a lot with that. That's eight figures. I could do a lot with twenty million. Twenty million could have helped a lot of people. I want to know what was Uncle Pennybags doing with the money. Was he helping anyone? Yeah.
1: Like, there's—is yeah, there he a redeeming? The mob. Yeah, yeah he's right. Paying off the mob, so they wouldn't kill him.
0: So yeah, so Uncle Pennybags. I can't get over that. I think he should be sentenced to 10 years in jail and forced to eat nothing but filet of fish.
1: Filet no. <laughs> of fish and uh, every once in a while make rib. That's it. Extra tartar sauce. <laughs> tartar.
0: Tata. Okay. and Tata it, Uncle Jerry. It was
1: kind of unclear if Michael
2: Hoover got sentenced or not because, fun fact, well not so this is a terrible fact, but this all broke and the trial was the day before 9-11. Oh. in 2001. Damn. So the coverage all went to that not yeah. this so no one really knows but it is reported by the Providence Journal which again I don't know if this is accurate because not many other places have reported this but that Michael Hoover so the beginning of our story the guy where the FBI agents came to deliver his check and took that picture of him they let him Yeah no, that. They, they were all like
0: hey man this is fake nothing they didn't give him anything They're they were just, just like, him they take the picture pick. with it first um, but he apparently something
2: six months of home detention with um, the condition that he immediately repay all of his criminal penalties in full is what they say but I don't know again if that's true or not because it's kind of hard to see. Not many people know exactly what happened to him but he is apparently still uh, eating
0: McDonald's. (laughs) Playing Monopoly.
2: But like they literally made this poor man he has like Take a picture with the you check. Gotta, and then, gotta then gotta said, post hey, the picture
0: buddy. of him with yeah. the check. Looking like, happy as hell. He
2: not a poor man. But like, they they feel bad. Did he get caught no, up in like a bad know. thing or was he a bad man? He
0: looks no. happy as hell. He looks like he knew something. Right. Maybe I'm a little
2: Do you think he like, was a friend cynical. of a
0: friend or do you
1: think he knew Rich Uncle Petty <laughs>
0: I think he and Rich Uncle Pennybags were in on it together.
1: Yeah, but I don't think he had direct contact with. Him. Probably I think not. it'd be no, hard to touch Uncle Pennybags. Yeah, for sure. He's there many levels.
0: Geraldo, Constantino, Pennybags to you, Pennybagless people.
2: Well, so we think uh, 10 years in prison and eating
1: McDonald's? I prison. think like
0: 10 years and make him eat a, a dry-ass filet of fish that was made yesterday. So
1: do we say we have six, have six extra ago. tartar sauce or no tartar sauce? So, I don't uh,
0: like tartar can. So I, I want well, that right, shit lathered. Saying,
1: so it's dry or so it's like oh, sopping? You know, tartar what?
0: Tartar. you know what, Jules? Wait, this is the great psychological torture yeah. of it fucking surprise him (laughs) him he doesn't know what's gonna happen like
1: we said earlier ask him what he wants and then do the opposite yes that's
0: (laughs) it yeah that's the best punishment of all I think we should honestly send this this to McDonald's no to the corrections the the corrections honestly they should hire us I I have a lot of great ideas I would be happy to be consulted on things like this torture
1: waiting in line so like you know how you go to the DMV now and they give you numbers like a deli like, yeah. like it's always the number before you and then it's the number after you <laughs> and it's not like it's right. never your number
0: oh that is torture that's awesome I've had I I got got some one one ideas terrible I'm ready that's a oh, man. oh that man you sit there bad. like What's going on <laughs> yeah. for another hour? Like my foot's shaking. Yeah, at this point. I'm like, that what? happened to me at the deli at Giant Eagle not that long ago. They called the number in front of me. I was holding like, my oh, ticket.
1: me. You're rehearsing your order. Yeah.
0: I looked away for a legit three seconds to go get something else. They clicked right past my number. I was <laughs> devastated. I came back over and was like, and the woman next to me saw what happened. She was very well. Don't you have
2: the number to show that you weren't helped? Oh yeah, I
0: did. But it was one of those moments in life where I was like, I have no control over what happens to me. <laughs> I am totally at the will of the fates of demons and that's it. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. Yeah. I was remember. really upset. <laughs> totally you were the victim <laughs> of an eagle fates of demons. Yeah. how so I felt. I was like, damn it, I just wanted a pound of turkey and I had to wait another a pound of turkey. Uh, they have that Dietz and Watson That really good Oh what's it called That like maple turkey breast Oh yeah so, I Oh love yeah
1: Oh my god maple The turkey superior rest. lunch meat Guys I'm in my eyes And it
0: feels so good But no I think I'm going it. That's okay
2: That's alright You don't need your eyes Nah Nah who does Who does We're all just right, gonna well,
0: record podcast episodes For the end of time
2: Yeah Yeah, yeah. It's Uncle Pennybags Come on the show I wanna hear your take with the mob.
0: Uncle Jerry Why didn't you I send me anything, anything for Christmas You cheap fuck
2: but I think why didn't the like mob come after him? I feel like that's a worst punishment.
0: I feel like the mob was probably like, "We're not getting involved. The FBI's got this one. They <laughs> were either gonna kill his, yeah. his ass or yeah. they're gonna get him, and they got him."
2: Well, so, guys, you heard it here first. Play Monopoly the responsible way at McDonald's. Buy your meals.
0: Eat McDonald's and play Monopoly at your own risk. And if anyone named Uncle anymore. Jerry comes up to you in the parking lot,
2: it's Uncle Pennybags.
0: Identifying himself as Geraldo Constantino, rich Uncle Pennybags, Uncle Jerry.
2: He pulls up in a trench coat. Yeah. Like all um, he's like, he's and just, any of the I above. Wonder, I wonder how it was like dealt out. Like, did they meet in a shady back alley and like deal it out? Did they just like pretend they were getting McDonald's out. and them I'm assuming. I'm, I'm
0: taking this as far back as we can go. Like, they were behind the McDonald's in the alley. A drug deal went down next to them, and he's like, what "Kind of piece you want?" And they were like meet that railroad piece, bro. He was like, comes for an extra price. If you want it, you gotta pay the toll. You gotta pay the troll toll, Uncle Jerry was out here doing some shit. Yep.
2: Doing some shit. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this um, exciting adventure of our McDonald's Monopoly
1: if you game. have any more fun stories about Monopoly from um McDonald's exclusively I don't want to hear about your regular fucking Monopoly <laughs> only McDonald's <laughs> Monopoly no people like Monopoly actually if you a Monopoly
2: are. shout out to you and leave me a
1: review telling me you're a
2: Monopoly bitch like I
0: am mm. yeah I'm tell us go. your
1: thoughts on um Monopoly
0: I'm gonna go eat a salad I'm gonna go eat some french fries <laughs> just kidding from I don't have french McDonald's. fries there's
1: one on the, your way home if you go a certain way I don't go that way I'm getting a salad.
0: Fuck off! I'm getting that. You got your salad. <laughs> I, I feel. Your salad. I feel fucked up by this conversation. Oh my dinner. god! I wish Taco
1: Bell was closer. And go <laughs> Sorry. Love you, McDonald's. Mm. All right, everybody. Have
2: a wonderful rest of your night. Rate, like, comment, Bye. review, subscribe, do all the things, and join us next week for another wonderful, thrilling episode of I
1: Bear and I Hi, and I Hi, and I. Bye, bear and I. Hi! <laughs>